Hello, everyone. I'm Alan Furstenberg. And I'm Mark Tucker. And we are Two Voice Devs. Two Voice Devs. How's it going with you, Mark? It's been great. I am oh. so excited. <laughs> I have been working on this game for so long, and I submitted it over the weekend to uh, Alexa certification and hopefully uh, Google certification uh, this week. And who knows, maybe even by, before the end of the year, I'll get a Bixby version out. That's fantastic. I know you've been, you've certainly been hinting about this game for a while. And uh, I am fortunate that I have, have now been added to the list of, of beta testers. And I can confirm it is a fun game. I've really been enjoying it so far. Oh, good. So uh, Snatchword is the name of the game. And it's, uh, it's got some fairly easy rules, but it's been, this game's been in my head since 2017. Um, thought about it a lot, and I was trying to imagine what a uh, massive multiplayer online game might look like for voice. Um, and it's, it's a little bit challenging because um, everything that you do in voice is, is, is round-tripped, is uh, each um, question, answer, conversation that you have with your voice assistant in essence is a turn. Um, so how do you do that on a scale where you're playing with other people? You know, I played games where you've, you're paired up with a real person or a person who's previously played or even a fake person to feel like you've got some sort of a competition going on. But I wanted to see what that would really look like. And, and I think also a lot of, uh, when we think of uh, MMOs, we think of role-playing games and we mm -hmm. think of virtual worlds and we think of you know, where everyone is located in that world. And I, I think what for me is really neat about this game is that it is an MMO because you are playing against everyone else. Right. It is happening in real time, but we don't need this concept of where is our location. It's it's very virtual and it's very, it's very voice oriented. Yeah. So the basic premise of the game is that you've got three actions. You can either find a word, snatch it or renew it. So when you find a word, either somebody's going to own it, um, you own it or nobody owns it. And when you find a word, then it, it kind of like Scrabble, every letter in the word has a point value. So, uh, it's based on my own scheme. Um, but, uh, Words are worth points, but they're also worth points because people are asking about them. So like if I were to say, find the word Apple, then somebody else finds the word Apple, that's two popularity points that that word gets. So the words are more valuable when people find them. Um, if you find your own words, you don't get popularity points because you might be just trying to boost up your, your points. But um, and if, if a day goes by where somebody doesn't ask for a word, then one of its popularity points goes down. So a word is worth um, points itself, but it's also worth points based on how many people are asking for that word. So if I were to snatch that word, then I get the points that are associated with the word, the letter points plus any popularity points that it might have as it goes up and down. Um, but so I own the word, but I really only own the word for seven days without a chance of anybody else snatching it. So if, uh, and so it expires in seven days, I still own it. I still get points to it. If nobody asks uh, to snatch it, it's still mine. Um, but that means that you're losing popularity points for it. Yes, but you'll, it'll still always have the intrinsic value of the, of the, of the, of word. the word itself. Yeah. 
So it's always it's always worth something. But if uh, if you don't renew it, then somebody can snatch it from you. And now it's theirs for seven days without somebody being able to snatch it. Now, the trick is that you get to renew it, but you have to wait until it's within 24 hours of the word expiring before you can renew it. So you can keep renewing your words, um, but uh, you only get so many daily actions for, uh, for uh, renew and snatch. You get unlimited fines every day, um, but you only get uh, 10 um, snatch or renew um, actions each day. Now, snatching a word takes, is that just taking it from someone else or do you snatch a brand new word as well? You, yeah, snatch is just the term for like, you, you're going to grab it and make it yours make or it attempt yours. to grab to make it yours, right? So, yeah, so um, find, snatch, and renew are the, the, are the three uh, commands. And it's any word that you can make your device understand <laughs> is, is a word that's free to snatch. And, and I have to admit, I had fun trying to do that. So did, what I, did, did you run into uh, the family mode filter? No, I didn't run into that one, although I was probably also deliberately avoiding that one. Um, <laughs> no, but I, I was trying to find long and complicated words, and every so often it would either treat it as a different, slightly shorter word, which mm -hmm. I suddenly had grabbed, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's not a bad word either, but it's not the yeah. word I was going for. Um, or I would pause in the middle of it, trying to think if I could wait to extend a word, and suddenly it said, okay, you got the word. And I'm like, wait, what? Ah. what? Ah. So it's, it's pretty interesting because you're playing against any other person that's playing this game, and it could be around the world. So initially we're gonna uh, release on, um, Alexa for um, US, UK, Canada, Australia, and India. Um, and probably do something very similar when we release it on, on Google. So any, any one of those uh, countries, any player on actually any of those devices is playing the exact same game. So I'm, I saw that you came up on the leaderboard yesterday, you were in third place. Uh, behind uh, two of my players, I have a player, one one player on Alexa, one player on on Google Assistant at this point that I'm I'm playing with, um, and we're all competing against each other. And, now, and that's really fun. Now, now, let me ask you. I saw the leaderboard. Mm -hmm. um, what is that? Is that an all-time leaderboard? Is that a daily, a weekly? What? It's a weekly this? leaderboard. Okay. So, um, and and you only get placed on the leaderboard if you do something that week. So if you take a week off, then you're not going to be on the leaderboard because you have to actually do a find or a snatch or a renew um, mm -hmm. or even go in and ask to see the leaderboard um, to, to, in order to get on the leaderboard. So if you don't do anything, then you're not on the leaderboard. But you, you take whatever your current points that you have. So you might instantly be the first person on the leaderboard again if you've got a lot of points. But, um, but this is dynamic, right? So you've got only a certain number of actions. Um, like for the first day you go in and you, get, you use your 10 actions to snatch things and you use another 10, another 10. Along comes day seven, do you renew all of those words and don't do any snatching? Do you do a, a combination of... Right, that's what's great about the, the, the limited resource notion is that mm -hmm. I, can, I can grab a whole bunch of words over time, but I can't keep them all from week to week 
or I can't be guaranteed that I'm going to keep them yeah. from week to week. Yeah. So that, that is the, um, part of the dynamic now in, uh, in the Alexa world, because we're, we're doing in-skill purchasing, you can buy a monthly subscription that would bump up your number of, uh, snatch and renew actions to 30 a day. Um, and also in Alexa, you get to set reminders. There's a, a functionality where you can set a reminder on a word. If you own it, it will remind you at the time that you can start renewing it. Um, if somebody else owns it, it will uh, remind you when the expiration has happened and you can snatch that word from somebody. So um, now let me ask you something. Is yeah. it, I'm sorry, finish your thought. Go ahead. Yeah, no, so, so it's. Um, there, there is a little bit more advantage right now with some of the features that you can have with Alexa. I'm definitely looking into in-skill purchasing um, on the Google side and any anything that we can do for as far as notifications and stuff. But um, no, I was going to yeah, ask how about can, how can you're smiling about that. Oh, no reason. I was going to ask about <laughs> notifications. Um, yeah. If uh, do you get notified when someone steals a word of yours? No. Okay. So yeah, that, maybe you could, um, but yeah. So right now, the, the you there is a notification feature where um, I can do announcements, and when you start up your um, voice uh, app, you know, then you could get an announcement. And I, on on Alexa, I can notify you that there are, are pending announcements. But uh, that that's what I've got set up right now. Because one of the other things that. Um... So, so two things that I had thought of while playing this that I, that I actually, there were a bunch of things about this that I really liked. <laughs> the first was most of the word games that we see out there right now or that we're working on, or you know, even like the crossword puzzle game that I'm working on, Crosstalk, they rely on content from the creator to, to make something for the game. You know, so, uh, you know, word of the day is fantastic. But it means that as a content creator, you need to make sure there's a word out there for every day. Yeah, uh, there's, it's, it's, it's daily or weekly feeding right. of content to your, right. to your voice game, right. yeah. Number Spies, which we've been talking about, is fantastic. But it means that you, as the content producer, have to make sure there's something out there every yeah. day. Exactly. This game is fantastic because you, as the developer, you just need to keep the game running. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Which, which I, you know, which is lots of work. Don't get me wrong, but you don't need to keep creating new content for it. Yeah, exactly. And that's that was something uh, that was uh, a learning point from from Number Spies is like how much um, feeding do you have to do of of your content? Um, and this one, yeah, I really like the idea that uh, it's just any word that you can say, and uh, is, is the word that it can use. Now, um, I did want to be careful because you had talked about a, a previous uh, experience that you had with user-generated content um, yeah. <laughs> on voice. And so uh, from the very beginning, I added a, uh, a family filter. So there's a, a list of, I don't know, 500 words or combinations of words, but it's going to be easy because there's just one word uh, that you get to accept. But list of words that would are probably not family friendly. And so when you start the game, it's, it's already turned on with uh, family friendly mode. So if you tried to add one of those words, it's going to tell you, sorry, it doesn't pass the fam family friendly um, filter. You can turn that off if you choose to, um, but, but there's not really any you know, risk because you're 
playing it and you've explicitly um, allowed for that. I, and I don't even know what, what, what words uh, would be accepted, but. Um, I'm not gonna try to, I'm not gonna test that feature out, I'll be honest. Something that we haven't talked about is there's also badges. So um, depending on um, the number of times you play or the length of words or certain type of words. Um, so for example, um, there's a certain movie about a flying nanny and she has a preposterous word. Uh, if you use that word, then uh, that's the longest word I've found. I was gonna try that one, I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did not. No, I, I just tried it one day and I'm like, oh, wow, it works. Okay. And then I tried it on, on Google and it seemed like it picked the same word. Um, so uh, at least there's the same spelling between those. But um, what's also interesting on the leaderboard, um, then you can list the leaderboard and it will tell you where you're ranked and also show you the, the top um, the, the, the top few so that you know uh, where how you're doing in, in the rankings. But if you've got a smart display, um, then you also get to see the leaderboard and there is an icon that represents you. You have a player name uh, that's generated when you first uh, play the game. And you can also have a, a flag that represents a, a country. So it's gonna pick up just the, the oh. country that you're from based on the locale. Um, but you can say set player flag to Brazil or some other country if you want, if you're, um, and this is, this is English only um, right now. And we'll, we'll see how that goes. And uh, if I decide to, to translate into other languages, but uh, there could also be an interesting, uh, like uh, words, for example, color. Uh, I haven't tried, but if you're playing in UK and you say color, then I'm assuming you'll get an alternate spelling for color. Um, than in the United States, and I'm not sure which of the other countries you know, would, which word would be used in that, but in some cases you might be um, playing against a subset because uh, a word is translated into a, a different spelling than in a different country. So. It, it, it does lead to interesting issues when it comes to, to those sorts of things, and, and that was actually something I did think about when I was working on Crosstalk, was the notion that how a word is spelled or how a word may need to be spelled for a crossword puzzle answer yes is not always going to be the same as how you spell it or your mm -hmm. how your locale might spell it Correct. so i took i i had to make sure that if you spelled it out that it would work correctly yeah so you've got that challenge i just let it go i say whatever you say so if, there, if well, there's color and color Right. I mean, that, and, and that's the sort of thing that for your type of a word game is fine. And in fact, yeah. it works even to your advantage in some ways. On mine, I needed to make sure that, you know, that you could spell it the way you wanted to spell it, that words that weren't really words could be spelled out. So it's, it's, yeah. it's just interesting the different challenges that were different kinds of word games might encounter and run into. And that, but, you know, as developers, we need to think about. Yeah, so talk a little bit more about where things are um, with, with Crosstalk. So Crosstalk, uh, we, it's a crossword puzzle game, again, inspired by some crossword puzzles that you had been releasing. I wanted to release a crossword puzzle for uh, some, some Google stuff that had been coming out. Mm -hmm. um, launched it for that with a couple of additional puzzles. And 
got some good feedback about problems that people were encountering and devices that people were having problems on. So I've uh, kind of took a step back and said, well, let me try to figure out the problems and make sure everything gets addressed before I try a broader release right. and commit to releasing a puzzle every week or something along those lines. Yeah. Um, but, and, and it's taught me some interesting lessons about uh, not just releasing something, but releasing something that has the right level of polish that feels comfortable and that flows well. Right. And I think every, you know, it's one of those things that going into it, I'm like, okay, I know that this, you know, we need to make sure that this flow works well and that this is what this conversation needs to look like. And as we enter in, here's the, the different things that I need to make sure feel comfortable and address. And even with all that thinking, there's still more that I, I yeah. realized that I needed to do. Um, and I think that's, that's an important lesson. But so hopefully I'm like you, hoping to get some of the, the major elements of that uh, re-released in time for the beginning of the year. Um, get, get, uh, get, those, get those things worked out. One of the things that happened during that time is it also helped me identify, hey, does, does the way the conversation flow need to work, need to be different if I'm on a smart speaker versus smart display yeah. versus other non-speaker assistants, which are out there now. So, you know, if somebody was playing this on uh, their Chromecast, what does it need to feel like? Because that is a different assistant experience than the other two. Yes. So I've now had to take a step back and say, okay, what tools do I need to help me figure that out and to make those conversations better? Now, did you end up using interactive canvas for what you're doing? Yes. Oh, that's actually one of the things I, I, that's actually one of the things that inspired me to do the whole thing was playing around with the interactive canvas right. on smart displays. So it will do things like, um, it will show you a display of the entire crossword puzzle, but when you zoom in on a question, it zooms in on the question. Yeah, that, that is pretty nice. And it's, go ahead. <laughs> no, I, so I was just wondering, so what devices does Interactive Canvas work on? It doesn't work on the phone, does it? Or It does work on the phone. It, work, really? well, it, work, it works on Android. It doesn't work on okay. the iPhone, but it does work on Android, and that, led to some challenges because Android is mostly in a, um, in a portrait mode, but yes. the smart displays are in a landscape mode. Right. So I need to make sure that it works equally well in both modes. Um, and, but other than that, it actually works really nicely in, in both of those cases. So it works on both uh, Android devices and on smart displays. Okay. But good. strangely enough, it doesn't work on, Chromecast. Oh, uh, and this is this the new Chromecast that was just released? The new Chromecast that was just released, and it doesn't work on Stadia devices, both of which have the assistant, but don't yeah. have an assistant with the interactive canvas. Hmm. So <laughs> that's a little bit weird, but uh, I, I can handle it, sort of. <laughs> I just can't display pretty things. So when you were testing Snatchword, did, what type of device did you test it on? I actually tested it on the smart display. I have a smart display in my office. So that's the one that, um, that I do most of my testing of anything on. Okay. And 
it uh, it was interesting. It was it was good to see the text that was appearing and hearing that I was hearing at the same time, um, which helped me identify at least one bug that I think I pointed out to you. And I was able to see the high score table, which was was nice. Okay, good. Because that's the only thing that I've I've added as you know specifically for smart display. I like the fact that you just get from from you know default what the text is, and then you can add additional you know, niceness uh, for the display, which I did for the leaderboard. Um, on APL, you have to do everything. You either get nothing, you don't even get the text of what you say, unless you oh, specifically do something. I know. So I didn't initially intend on um, doing Alexa presentation language um, screens for it, but I, I did it for one and then I'm like, okay, well, I did it for the leaderboard. Um, and then I was like, well, now I don't have anything <laughs> else um so i went ahead and and um i think i've got there might be like one case where i don't have a screen for but i think i've got that covered um now and uh i definitely want to 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 circle back on the the google side and add some more nice uh displays but at least you've got something going out yeah. the door um which you didn't get with alexa no i think that's very nice and and part of the interesting uh, it's almost a concern is that one of the things that I had done when I did um, a crosstalk was I had the visuals for the crossword puzzle itself really carefully planned out. And then I kind of realized, okay, once I committed to the interactive canvas, I now have to do all of these other things as well. So I need to create a way, you know, not, I can't just prompt you for what game do you want. I need to show that as well. And oh, the, yeah. the landing splash page, I need to show something there as well. And when you've finished a game, well, okay, what does it do now that it's finished? It should show you something. There should be a visual reward as well. Yes. So that now needs to be done. And then it needs to you know, prompt you. So a lot of things that with audio, I had pretty clearly planned out in my head. Right. I now needed to add the visual component for it as well. And when you're designing what you think is a voice game, that is can, can be unexpected. <laughs> yeah, it, it it definitely takes additional time, and and there's there's a learning curve to uh, APL, and so I just kind of bit the bullet and did some. I, it's it's nothing fancy. I've seen way fancier APL content there's some really from other fancy people. APL yeah, there, yeah. Um, so I, I do have like a little animated uh, floating robot. Um, that's on a number of screens, but that's that's about all that I, <laughs> I I do like the logo that you have for for snatch words. I like your your robot claw. That's a really you like that? That's good. That's a nice nice graphic. Thanks. So uh yeah, that was actually um some uh some graphic stuff that I, I bought off I you know searched around and I'm like I'm trying to figure out, you know, because I was trying to think about what you know, what is it going to be sci-fi? Is it going to be, initially I was thinking words and like word tycoon maybe was a, was a potential name for it. Um, but I didn't know if there was going to be any copyright issues yeah. with using the word tycoon. Um, and um, so, and I remember also, and this is kind of interesting because there's going to be different phases of the game as it evolves. If you imagine, not, not, a, not that I agree that this happened, but 
in the U.S. history, there was this big land grab, right, where the government released land and you have to run and go get it. Initially, there's going to be kind of this word grab, right? Um, nobody's going to own any of the words. And there's actually a bonus. If you find a word that nobody else has used and you snatch it, then you get a bonus for finding a word that's a brand new word. So there's going to be this initial word grab where people are out there grabbing words and there be different, you know, strategies. I'm going to grab popular words or, you know, simple words, or I'm going to try to find really big long words or maybe, you know, words that people wouldn't normally think about. So I could snatch it and not have to worry about renewing it, but still get the points for it. So it's going to be interesting, different strategies. Um, and I'd lo love to hear back from players after playing it for a little while. Uh, what kind of strategies are the the different strategies that they use. I think it's going to be interesting to see just what kind of community forms around the game. Yeah. Because you're going to have people who, you know, will want to boast about the fact that they just scored, you know, 200 points from a word, but do they want to boast about it? Because if they boast about it, then someone else is going to try to get it in seven days. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I am playing around with the idea of uh, posting uh, posting to Facebook when somebody snatches a word. Um, I don't know. We'll have to see how I. I, feel I think about the that. social one of the things about you know MMOs are the social components. Yep. So I think having, you know, seeing where the social element for this goes will be interesting. And I know there's a website already. So seeing how the game and your account will eventually tie into the website will also be interesting. Yeah. So, and I've got ideas for additional things to, to do for the game. I'm not going to tell you what those are yet. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I, at some point I decided I just really need to get this out. Um. No, I trust me, I understand. I mean, I was the same way with, with Crosstalk. It's, you know, yeah, there's a dozen things I still need to do on it, but you need to get it out. You need to have people playing with it and seeing what the real, how people are really going to play with it. Yes. And um, and I'm I'm happy about the the technology I'm uh, I'm using I'm using DynamoDB behind the scenes and and that's supposed to be able to scale um, and uh, for the leaderboard stuff I'm actually using PlayFab which was uh, bought by Microsoft um, they have a leaderboard it was super simple to set up I'll probably do at some point next year a tutorial on how to 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 add uh, leaderboards to your games um, but there's just uh, just so much that's that's going on, but really excited about uh, the, the possibility that it has to scale. We just uh, just need the numbers. We just need the, <laughs> the, the players. How massive of a, a uh, massive MMO thing, yeah. th this becomes is all up to you guys. <laughs> that's always fun. Is is just seeing just how well it gets adopted and used, yeah. and yeah. So and and you know I'll have to you know up my game on on social media as far as how to promote this uh, i might uh, jump into some advertising for the first time i don't know well 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 one of one of the things that i think is good about this is that since it has um some pretty obvious ways to to do some monetization that also means that it has some it can give you a little bit of revenue so that you can market it and you, you know, yes Exactly. Yeah, we're definitely going to have to um, you know, have to walk, and they'll just you know it might take weeks and weeks before <laughs> I start seeing numbers off of it. But uh, 
patience and the fact that I don't have to feed it every week uh, with new content um, is going to then allow me to be able to focus on some other things with it and evolve it over time. No, that'll be awesome. I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to playing it some more and looking forward to seeing how it evolves. Yeah, you were inching up on uh, in the second place yesterday with just one uh, one day worth of playing. So you're uh... well. My 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 secret, which I'm now revealing, I guess, was to try to find long words that seem to have unusual letters to them. Yeah, I, I need to publish uh, the letter. What uh, what letters are worth what points that that should help people out. Yeah, certainly that will, you know, I think publishing the full guide about what the, how to get points, because it gives you a, a broad overview, but someplace where the details are published would also be good. All right, well, there is no list right now of, of badges to earn, but uh, I will give you a hint. There is one called Ox in the Mire. So the word Ox has something to do with it. Mm. Um, so try it out, see what you find out. Okay, we'll try that one. Actually, that would be fun if just over time you just announce new badges without saying exactly how they're earned. <laughs> that's actually, I mean, that's in some ways, that's a, a pretty good, you know, um, I won't call it a gimmick because it's not a gimmick, a pretty good tool. Yeah. To get people it's a, engaged. It's a teaser. Yeah. yeah. Very good. So I will, we'll be talking, I'm sure, about this. Um, so I sent it off for certification over the weekend, got one um, uh, email back this morning. Uh, from Alexa certification, hopefully um, just some you know minor things that as far as what text was in the the skill description for the skill store. Um, so I've resubmitted it and I'm hoping that that uh, that passes. So I submitted it just to the US um, skill store uh, right now and uh, once it passes, I'll immediately release it out to uh, the other four. Uh, countries. And in the meantime, I will be working on uh, getting it pushed out for Google Assistant. There's some things I want to try out with that, try to see if I want to swap over to Actions Builder instead of Dialogflow. Um, but uh, we'll see how that goes. That'll certainly help with some things down the road. I can, so yeah. I, I can understand that. If I don't do it now, I'll have to do it later and <laughs> it no, will I, be easier to do it now. Crosstalk, fortunately, I built starting with Action Builder. It was actually my first full Action Builder project. And there was a lot to it and a lot that I learned. And I was actually surprised. I think that was probably the, um, the submission that I made that had the fastest turnaround time. I think it was approved by Google within a matter of two or three days, which was a record time for me. Really good which uh, which kind of shocked me. I was expecting it to take like a week or two and it was a couple of days and I'm like, you mean it was approved? And <laughs> like, huh? Okay. I wasn't <laughs> objecting, it just confused me. Yeah. Oh, and one more shout out. It's built on Jovo, of course. Um, of course. So shout out to Jovo team for, for um, their awesome tools that have allowed me to, to work on this game and, and get it out. So, you said you've been working on this since 2017. So the idea had happened for 2017. There is a whole big story about that. So um, one, I didn't know enough um, about how to work that. So even like just this last year, I've learned stuff about DynamoDB single table design um, that I didn't know, which is very a critical part of this game um, as far as how do I store data and, and make it be able to scale. Um, 
there was even times this is, you know, so when I back looked at it back in 2017, I actually did come across uh, PlayFab um, back then. And it was, it wasn't owned by Microsoft at the time. And I did some tutorials and I did a little proof of concept as far as how you might integrate that um, in with a voice app and, and, you know, got a little bit uh, done with it. Um, then there was also some time over the last few years where I was, you know, between jobs and trying to, to you know, muster something up and I would talk to different people. I think I've actually even pitched the game to a couple of different, uh, uh, either like ad agencies or, or game uh, companies that are, are, you know, are around today in the voice world. Um, but nothing really happened from that. And because at some point I'm like, this game is just so cool. It's got to get made. Um, <laughs> even if I don't do it, somebody's got to do it. Um, I, I know, I know that feeling. There, the the number of games that I have hinted at people saying, "Yeah, wouldn't it be cool if we had a game that did yeah. this?" And you know, not many people have bit yet. But I'm like, okay, do you want me to show you what it would look like? Because I've got a, a mock-up, <laughs> or I've got the prototype. <laughs> so I really didn't start coding this until I was done with Number Spies. So that was at the beginning of the year. Um, started working on it and was very um, made some promising progress on it. Then I uh, took a pause on that to uh, for a couple of months to do a side venture, um, and uh, but then I'm like, it's time, it's time to get back to this and and try to get it out for the holidays. So that's what. But my big push has been the last uh, couple of months. Well, awesome! I'm looking forward to publicly available and challenging people on the leaderboard. <laughs> yeah, and we'll have to figure out in the future how you could um, maybe even have friend leaderboards. Um, that's something that's in the that's, in back right. of my mind. Once you start thinking about that, there's just yeah. all sorts of stuff that you want to say. Yeah, so then trying to figure out how that whole dynamic is going to work with getting uh, friends in the same group and and things all via voice, um, or you know maybe it, maybe it's something else. Maybe it's via links, and uh, you know, I still have to add. Uh, well, this, assistant links and quick links. I was going to say this is a great and, this is a great place where quick links and, and assistant links would you know really help out because now it'll take you directly to a friend or directly to whatever and then link up with that. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, um, I still have to think through a lot uh, of that, but that is something else that's uh, I'm thinking about is how can we now get this community where now you're competing not only against everybody in the world but also uh, with your friend group. I think I'm looking forward to playing it more. I'm sure, I hope other people are by now as well. Yes, uh, so this is uh, gonna uh, post in a few weeks, this, this video um, from when we recorded it. Uh, so hopefully everything, all the hiccups are out and uh, the game's available and we'll cross our fingers. I didn't wanna talk about it too soon because I always felt like if you talk about something too much, then uh, it might jinx it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so. Or you're, you're over-promising on something that you can't deliver and yeah. Exactly. So, but yeah, thanks for playing it yeah, and feedback. I'll definitely look at that and I'm sure I'll be talking to you more, Alan, as far as uh, what to do to get the, the Google action version of this out and uh, improvements that I can make to that for that platform. I'm sure we'll be talking plenty. So turning this question to, to the people who are watching and listening to us, what kind of games are you playing out there? Yes. You know, what, not, not just, you know, uh, word games, but what other voice games are out there? What other voice games do you want to see or want to build? What tools are you missing? 
Yeah, and what uh, what things would you like to, you know, like I say on this one, there's a number of different times where I just didn't know enough about something and I had to wait until I learned that. Um, so what are your roadblocks? What are the little uh, bumps in your road for getting something done that, uh, that maybe um, we or somebody else can help you get over so that you can make more progress? So don't forget, give us your feedback on Twitter, in the comments, wherever. And uh, we look forward to seeing you next time on Two Voice Devs. Two Voice Devs. Thanks, everybody. Take care.